On today's show, the Houston Rockets get a huge win on the second night of a back-to-back against the Milwaukee Bucks, closing out their seven-game homestand. How were they able to slow down the Bucks offense? Jabari Smith Jr. and Jeff Green, huge on the defensive side of the basketball. The Rockets bench putting in a ton of work in this game, spearheaded by Uncle Jeff, but also Amin Thompson and Cam Whitmore continuing to grow before our very eyes. We're going to break it all down for you coming up right here here at Locked on Rockets. This is Mission Control Houston. Ignition sequence start. Throw it up to Jalen Green. Shingoon here in the short row. Oh my, that's the no look. Jabari for three and the win. Yeah! Look at Tarisen. Here comes Tarisen. No! T-minus 15 seconds. Guidance is internal. The Houston Rockets select Amen Thompson and Cam Whitmore. One thing I have never done is not made the playoffs, and so we want to take that step here as well. Six, five, four, three, two, one. What's up and welcome to another edition of Locked on Rockets, your daily podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball. As always, I'm your host, Jackson Gatlin, native Houstonian and credentialed media member. I'm also the host of Locked on NBA Mondays. Be sure to follow along on Twitter at JT Gatlin and the show, of course, at Locked on Rockets, free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts, including YouTube. Now, today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account and use code Locked on NBA for $20 off your first Purchase And as always, thank you so much for making Locked on Rockets part of your day every single day, whether it's on your way to work, on your lunch break, in the gym. Thank you for being an everydayer and making the show part of your day every single day. Joining us now is none other than your weekly co-host, NBA draft enthusiast and diehard Rockets fan, Madison Moore. You can track down on Twitter at MadmanLeaks. And look, this Houston Rockets team, they had a pair of games over the weekend. They got blown out by the Timberwolves. We're not going to talk about that game, though, because we want to spend our collective efforts here talking about the Rockets' 112-108 win on the second night of a back-to-back against the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, that's not to say that we won't have to revisit the discussion about the Timberwolves, but they play the Timberwolves a couple more times this season. We'll, we'll talk about that down the line. Let's talk about this Bucks game, Madison, because this game was, I think, really impressive on the second night of a back-to-back. As dominant as the Bucs have been, as good of a team as they've been offensively this year, especially mm-hmm. because we just saw this Bucks team you know, a couple weeks ago and the Rockets had no answer for them defensively, they did a really great job, I think, against this Bucs team. Give me your, before we get into the nitty gritty here, give me your reaction to this win, five words or less, go. Ooh, on the spot. On the uh, spot. Five, five words, words or, less. or less. I'll just give you one word okay one defense word. defense defense okay. all right that's all right. that's my reaction to this game defense and in particular on damian lillard keeping damian lillard uh you know with a poor shoot tonight especially through the first half i think was very key for our, our rockets to get this big win tonight i mean i thought defensively they swarmed against Giannis, even though he still had a, a monstrosity of the game i thought they helped incredibly well and I thought they ran uh shooters off the three-point line and tonight was one of those nights unlike the Timberwolves night where guys just weren't flaming hot from three and we know the last game that we lost um to to Milwaukee Dame was being typical Dame against the Rockets and he was not that guy tonight and I just want to give our guys the credit for sticking with it staying tough um and really helping each other throughout these this game I thought I thought the key for this game was how much the Rockets helped one another in the paint 
and ran hard to uh, run guys off the three point line. I thought it was I thought it was incredible, honestly. And I just want to give the uh, the flowers out to our guys who are not seen as great defenders and who make who make a lot of mistakes, like Jalen Green, Cam Whitmore, uh, Amon Thompson. I thought they rotated really well a lot of their weaknesses that we usually see come up where they miss their assignments and stuff I thought they were really good today and it just shows that the young guys are getting better and they're becoming more consistent defensively and tonight it was enough to get us a win against the Milwaukee Bucks one of the three best records in the league I think I think they are I'm sorry yeah, top, 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 well, yeah. top top three in the <laughs> top East three four sure. think, yeah oh yeah in the one East. of the three best records in the NBA though as well um maybe not after this game now, but uh, yeah. look Damian Lillard just 18 points five of 16 shooting only one of eight from downtown he was seven of ten at the free throw line which is also uncharacteristic so it may mm. have just been an off shooting night for Dame Ooh. and you maybe chalk it up to that but I do agree fully the defense was really impressive in this game, especially there in the first half, holding the Bucks to a season low 43 first half points. This is a Bucks team that is a really high octane, potent offense. They've kind of changed their identity a little bit, you know, with Adrian Griffin now taking over as the head coach, bringing in Damian Lillard. They're not quite the defensive juggernaut that they used to be. But offensively, things have been clicking. And, you know, the Dame-Giannis duo has been, you know, gelling as of late. So being able to slow them down has been, or what was, I I agree, really impressive. And I liked what, just kind of the Rockets' defensive game plan, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Ryan Hollins talked about it a lot during the game. But just the scrambling defense, right? Basically Mm -hmm. showing uh, multiple bodies at guys like Giannis, and Dame and and loading up on those guys, right? Basically having a, you know a defender like right there at the nail, getting ready to help on any of those drives, sending a double team occasionally at those guys when they were you know if Giannis was on the post or looking to get a you know a drive going, kind of walling up and forcing the other guys to beat you. That you know that mm-hmm. Giannis can beat you, and hell, he had he almost hung fifty on him, right? Forty eight mm-hmm. points on sixteen of twenty five shooting, but it nope. I mean, there were a few moments in this game, Madison where I thought that, you know, Giannis, maybe there was a defensive breakdown, whatever, he got a free run at the rim. He's Giannis. He's going to have moments like that. But I thought, Mm -hmm. by and large, the Rockets collectively did a really good job defensively, uh, again, on Dame, like you said, but also on Giannis, just making him work hard for the buckets that he got, specifically the two guys, Jeff Green, and Jabari Smith Jr., I thought were absolute defensive standouts mm-hmm. in this game. Jeff Green with his straight up like one-on-one defense on Giannis at times. Again, I know it's hard to sit here and say, oh, he had a good, you know, defensive performance mm-hmm. when the guy dropped almost 50, but it really did feel like Giannis was having to work for those shots. Work. He only and he only had two assists, is the other thing, right? So Giannis was basically having to carry the scoring load at no point where they letting the other guys beat you. And mm-hmm. that's where I think you get into, you know, the danger zone with teams like the Bucks, where Giannis and Dame can turn it on and any point but if you let them get the other guys involved then you're screwed yeah no I I think the most important part is the Rockets never got discouraged when Giannis was going on his 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 tirades they they stick to the game plan and they were really tough about defending him I thought I I loved how Jabari Smith he he really fought through every possession and when he got certain wins certain stops you could just feel it feed like okay I'm gonna just stick with it I'm not gonna be able to stop this guy you know all the time but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to the game plan I'm gonna play solid good defense and I thought his rebounding was I felt the impact of Jabari Smith's re- rebounding, his toughness, limiting a lot of uh, Giannis to one shot at the rim. And you know we're a smaller team, so his rebounding is really important for us. And Jabari Smith has kind of emerged as a guy who's 
who's really t- taking pride on the, in the rebounding this over the course of this year. And I thought he was really tough staying in front of Giannis and a lot of time getting rebounds in traffic that really, you know, kept limited uh, the Bucks' uh, second chance. Uh, shots you know and a, a big reason actually I want to say the reason the Rockets won this game was actually their the contributions from the bench the bench lineup in this game mm-hmm. Jeff Green Amin Thompson Cam Whitmore uh, and Aaron Holiday all instrumental in this when we want to talk about the bench lineup coming up here in just a moment as well as we've got to anoint your locked on Rockets a player of the game the honors going to uh, I'll, I'll let Madison dub the uh, LOR player of the game here in just one moment First, today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Look, you shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event, right? You're trying to go out and have a good time. Nobody wants to stress about the ticket buying process. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events happening near you. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase because they've got all-in prices. First of all, I, I don't know about you. My least favorite thing when I'm buying tickets is I'm going through the whole process and I get to the very end and they're like, hey, you owe like an extra, you know, hundred and something dollars for the handling fee or the processing fee or whatever. It's ridiculous, right? Game time shows you the all-in price up front so you know exactly what you're going to pay. They're obsessed with helping you find ways to save money on your tickets. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event. And even an hour after it starts, they've got exclusive flash deals, zone deals, all sorts of stuff you want to take advantage of. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account and use code locked on for $20 off your first purchase terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code locked on. That's L O C K E D O N for $20 off. Again, download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed and continuing on here at locked on rockets your daily podcast home for everything houston rockets basketball now madison we've got to get to our locked on rockets player of the game so i'm going to let you go ahead and do the honors and select your player of the game for this one yeah in honor of this segment about the bench mob i think the best player off the bench and the best player of the game giving more than what's asked of him was jeff green tonight i thought jeff green was stellar not only on the defensive end but also on the offensive end uh netting 16 points five of 11 uh tonight i thought he hit some very timely threes in the second half that uh withstood a lot of the bucks runs trying to get back in this game and i thought he was solid all night playing extended minutes, Uncle Jeff playing extended minutes. And I really liked the three big lineup, like three, three big, big guys with switching versatility out there. I thought that was a nice touch by MA, especially with all the attention needed with Giannis in the paint. So I thought Jeff came in, he was able to switch. He was able to uh, help. And he, uh, he gave an extra big body against um, uh, Giannis. And I thought he had an excellent game tonight. 34 minutes played, which without even looking is absolutely a season high in minutes for (laughs) Jeff Green. Ime Odoka leaning on him heavily. He also leaned on Jabari a ton in this game. Jabari Smith Jr., Mm -hmm. a team high 40 minutes played. In this game, honorable mention to Jabari Smith Jr. as well. I know we just kind of wax poetic about both of those guys in the first segment, their defense, the intensity with which they played in this game. So, again, Jeff Green off the bench, the 15 points, 5 of 11 shooting, had a couple boards, had a couple assists, had a block in there. Jabari Smith Jr., 14 points, 3 of 7 shooting, uh, that timely 3 near the end and then uh it was arguably the play of the game right shingun drives in you know draws two has the behind the back kick out to jabari madison i was losing my mind watching that play that was an insane play um 
shows up when you need him most. Uh, but we want to talk about, we want to highlight the bench here because the bench it really felt like was kind of the difference maker in this game for the Rockets. Jeff Green, a big part of that. Uh, the Rockets bench outscored the Bucks bench 43 to 22. And Madison, they did this in a game in which the Rockets are missing one of their starters in Dylan Brooks, which means you're you're inserting one of your key reserves in Jay Shantate, who did not really have a good game in this one whatsoever. Uh, fouled a lot, you know, was almost more or less a non-factor offensively. He mm-hmm. had the he had the clutch tip in at the end. I'll give him that. It was good. Um, yeah. It was a it was a good you know very trademark Jay Shantate hustle play. But other than that, not a huge impact in this game. Uh, but so you're missing Dylan Brooks and you're missing Tara Eason, who's your best reserve. (laughs) And yet their bench unit outscored Milwaukee's bench 43 to 22. And a big part of that comes from one Aaron holiday, actually remembering how to shoot the basketball was a big (laughs) development in this game, but then also just a men Thompson and Cam Whitmore continue to grow and look better and better with each Mm -hmm. passing game. They are the real deal. They're still rookies. They still make mm-hmm. rookie mistakes, but they have looked so good. And Ime is continuing mm-hmm. to give them more burn. He's trusting mm-hmm. them more with each passing game, which is a f- fantastic development, I think. Yeah, no, uh, I have to give the flowers to Amin and Cam. Look, talk about guys developing on the fly. We talk, I kind of touched on it in the first segment about sometimes they have these rookie mistakes. And I really felt like I didn't see much rookie mistakes at all in this big bucks game. Cam Whitmore continues, continues to be an efficient uh, uh, score, used getting the most of out, out of his minutes and giving us an offensive uh, punch and uh his three-point shooting has been so good this year. I mean, now he's doing it in real uh, real game-time minutes. I think his strength going to the basket, he had a tough and one. He had some nice finishes. And defensively, no, I didn't – I may have missed one or so, but I didn't see any time where Cam just got completely lost on the floor, right? And that, and that was something we saw at least two or three times a game when Cam was playing. I think he's getting better defensively. He has the physical tools to be better. And this is the big reason why I'm not calling for the Rockets to bring another um, uh, bench-level wing in. I want the Rockets. We we have these injuries. We just need to get healthy. We're fine when we're healthy. But while while those guys are injured, let's develop our young guys who have a whole lot of upside and can give this team a lot of promise. And right now, um, it may be a little tough, but by the end of the season, this team will be better for giving them those minutes. We may have to take a couple losses here, but I think it will reward us at the end of the season, whether we have to play in the play-in or not these guys will be ready to perform. And so I'm really happy with their performance tonight. I thought they were really solid all around defensively and offensively. You know, the uh, Rockets bench unit of Aaron Holiday, uh, well, with Jabari Smith Jr. out there. So Aaron Holiday, Jabari Smith Jr., Amin Thompson, Cam Whitmore, and Jeff Green logged a total of nine and a half minutes in this game. They were a plus seven in those nine and a half minutes. They were really effective together. And again, watching uh, that one play where Amin gets the steal down low, you know, he's he's the low man. He's in the right place, right time on on the Damian Lillard drive rotates over, uh, gets the steal, and then immediately takes off in transition. And you've got Cam, like, on the rails Mm -hmm. on the outside, you know, running his lane, and Amin feeds him the ball. And Cam took off, like, he wanted to dunk it. He wanted that that highlight dunk in transition. And instead, he had to settle for absorbing the contact and and finishing at the rim. But that's just 
those two guys are going to going to be a terror in transition with one another playing off of one another and you look at their stat lines I mean Cam just comes in he fills it up he had 12 points in 13 minutes almost a point per minute that he's yeah. out there on the floor he's currently at a Every he's, night. he's shooting 60 he's got 63 percent true shooting right now as a rookie like he's he hits so much and he looks so under control in how he's mm-hmm. going to attack and like the one, one play that really stood out was the back down post up spin on Damian Lillard right he had the mismatch and that's where you see like oh Cam has like a lot in his bag right it's not simply mm-hmm. just okay I can I'm only going to attack this way or I can face you up or I've got to like you know get to a cross he has so much in his bag where he was like oh cool I've got a smaller defender on me I put my back against him I'm backing him down and as soon as he got a couple good you know hits in mm-hmm. on, on Dame he spun around him and finished at the rim for two so simple so smooth so effective Cam Whitmore is the real deal and watching yeah. him actually get those minutes and get again and have the trust from Ime to be out there um, continue trust right seeing him out there playing during the fourth quarter in certain stretches that kind of stuff I fully agree with you I think the investment in Cam is going to be great for the long-term success of this Rockets team yeah man I'm, I'm with you I, I think there's a real star in the making in Cam and we have to continue to to nurture that. I mean, this team, we, we are winning on the backs of our young guys. Our young guys are major contributors. Even, even Shingun today, uh, one of the things about, you know, he didn't shoot the ball that well from the field today, but he was great at the line and he was great facilitating. You don't he even have to be PC about point. it. He, he was awful. I don't know what was going on with Shingun. Like, <laughs> he missed all his easy six, shots. <laughs> six, like, like six minutes into the game, eight minutes into the game, I was like, who broke LP? Like, he He was missing every bunny at the rim. He was just out of rhythm. He was just out of rhythm. And I could tell after that first miss, and then the second one, he threw his hands up. The end one he missed, it was an easy end one. He threw his hands up. I was like, yeah, this might be one of those nights where he's just a little off. He's a little little off. But still, 21 points, eight rebounds. I I believe it was eight rebounds. 11 Uh, rebounds finally. 11 rebounds. Okay. So, yeah, just still effective. You know, still that's the sign of an all-star. Even even when your shot is not going for you, you still have one of the best stat lines and still one of the you know best players tonight. So you know, uh, I, I really want to give him his flowers that too. Struggle going through the struggles. I, I did. I, I liked that even though he was struggling, the Rockets didn't necessarily like move away from him, right? And, and mm-hmm. it's it's one of those things where you know you would have liked to see him kind of break out of that slump. He had that really nice um, like scoop shot around Brook Lopez at one point in the second mm-hmm. half, where it's, it's like okay, shot. maybe he's maybe he's starting to break out of the shell a little bit. I do think that Al P has a tendency at times, especially when the shot stops falling to start looking for fouls before trying to actually finish mm. plays at times, which is a bit frustrating. Emi Odoka has highlighted that in the past with Al P as an area of focus for him, where it's just like, Hey man, stop trying to draw fouls. Just, you know, play your game, hit your, hit your shots. Uh, but Brooke Lopez is a tough defensive guy to go or a tough, you know, tough cover. So, uh, well, tough cover. That's the opposite end of the floor. I'm saying this wrong. Mm-hmm. Wrong terminology. <laughs> it's really tough when you are being guarded by Brooke Lopez and, yeah. you know, you've got to find a way to try to get around him or get him into mm-hmm. foul trouble. And the one thing that really did bother me in this game was I felt like in the second half when the Bucks switched things up and they put um, Andre Jackson Jr. out there oh, instead yeah, of. Do, um, I, I believe it was instead of Middleton, or was it instead of Beasley mm-hmm. to start the second? I, he, he started okay. Instead of Beasley, yeah. he started the second half, and they put they put Andre Jackson Jr. on Shingun, and even mm-hmm. Ryan Hollins was begging for it on the broadcast. He was like, "You got to get the ball to Shingun. You have Andre Jackson Jr. on him. Post him up." And mm-hmm. the reason they did that with Shingun 
is because they wanted to, the same reason that the Rockets sometimes don't put Shingoon on the opposing team's five man, like against the Nets with Nick Claxton. They didn't mm-hmm. want... Uh, the 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 Bucks didn't want Brooke Lopez involved in, in the, the pick and roll minutes. actions. Yeah. So instead, you know, Shingun's going to be your primary screener. Cool. Now you've got Andre Jackson Jr. Boom, he switches. So you mm-hmm. ne- you needed to move away from the pick and roll actions there mm-hmm. in the third quarter, and and I think the Rockets kind of did that, but they didn't then capitalize on yeah. having Jackson Jr. guarding Shingun, which is a bit of a frustrating like offensive development. They lasted. They 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 worked through the quarter. They survived. The the Bucks technically mm-hmm. won the quarter 30 to what was it 26 28 um but you know and first off that Madison that third quarter took like an hour and a half man it was ridiculous <laughs> there were so of, many whistles in yeah. that quarter dude yeah yeah no there was there was a lot of whistles and and just stoppages for weird plays like the 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 Jabari Smith uh scuffle oh. and you know it was just it was stuff like that it was just dragging the, those quarters out but yeah overall I, I I agree with you and I and I do I would like to say I don't even put Shingun's struggles at the rim on Brooke Lopez because those are shots that he makes every single day yeah. I mean he was making good over the shoulder, uh, easy hooks. Those are just money for Alper and Shingun, and they just were not going. And it's just like sometimes you don't have it. You know what I mean? Yeah. These are humans. You know, sometimes you don't have it. But overall, I mean, for the Rockets still to win in such a convincing way, I think goes to show how much this team has improved and how ready they were uh, to play tonight. And look, Alpi, he still rebounded. He was still defending. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the effective. day, he, he still had some, you know, some uh, the, the timely assist to Jabari late was still able to draw two, you know, kick the ball mm-hmm. out, made the, you know, making the right reads. Um, I want to say, I don't know if it was late in the fourth quarter. 10 free throws. Yeah, no, he was still getting to the foul line. So it was, Mm -hmm. you know, not a, not a bad game by any stretch of the imagination. It was just one of those where, okay, he struggled, you know, to put the ball in the basket. We know he's better. (laughs) He'll bounce back. Um, A guy that I do want to spend a little bit of time talking about. I have one more point that I want to share about Amin Thompson. And I also want to talk about Jalen green, who despite Mm -hmm. the positive trend of him, you know, hitting the three ball and, and connecting on the most three since like, December 27th or whatever the stat was. Uh, that is a positive trend. Unfortunately, the three ball wasn't falling for him in this game, but mm. there was another another angle that I want to highlight. So a positive development oh, for yeah, Jalen Green in this one. We're going to get there in just one moment. First, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because right now, new customers get $150, $150 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place just a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose, and all you have to do is wager $5. It's that easy. The app is so simple to use. There are so many different ways to bet, like live, same-game parlays. Finding bets in the new Explore tab. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays and so much more. Right now, you can take a look at the outright betting favorites for the Super Bowl this year. The San Francisco 49ers at plus 230 to win it all. Right behind them, the Baltimore Ravens at plus 330. Then a little ways off in third place, the Buffalo Bills at plus 800. The Cowboys plus 850. And the Kansas City Chiefs at plus 900. So to get in on the action, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to start checking out all the different football action that you can get into this season. Hey, if you want to take a you know a bit more of a gamble, you can do Texans at plus 3400 to win it all this year. Again, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. And final segment here at Locked on Rockets, your daily podcast home for everything. Houston Rockets basketball thoughts on the Rockets 112-108 win against the Milwaukee Bucks. And 
last point, one, one more quick point about Amin Thompson that we didn't get to squeeze in there in the second segment talking about the bench unit, Madison, but uh, Amin continues to get more and more comfortable with the drive and kick game, right? This is where mm-hmm. he's going to be, you know, I, I don't know if, you know, he's not quite like a, a natural maybe floor general at this point, the way that like Fred mm-hmm. is or like a Chris mm-hmm. Paul type. And there are very few players that, you know, are even like that in today's NBA, right? A lot of players are just, you know, you're going to collapse the defense. You're going to attack. You're trying to generate an offensive advantage. And, and Amin Thompson is great at doing that. He's got great court vision, great feel for the game. And in, in this game against the Bucks, I felt like he did a really great job of driving, collapsing the defense and finding mm-hmm. the open man on kickouts. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, he he walked away with five assists in this one. It, it really feels like he's starting to understand, hey, if I just get the ball and go in transition mm-hmm. before the defense gets set, I'm going to draw a second defender. And then all I have to do is kick it out to the open guy. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even matter if that guy shoots the shot. As long as I kick it to the open man, then defense is in rotation and we're going to generate a good look. Yeah, no, I I definitely, definitely see that. I mean, Amin is getting more comfortable with the ball in his hands. Um, I think the handle has been a bit uh, more behind than we had hoped. Right. And so it hasn't allowed him to get as many primary reps, but I can see him improving. And he did initiate a lot of the offense and was moving the ball very, very effectively uh, this game. One more thing we just need him to to, uh, to learn how to do is to keep his dribble alive on a lot of these. A lot of these plays um, can go from good pass rotations to um, excellent uh, finding a guy wide open. You know, if he could just keep his, his dribble open, a lot of times he picks the ball up and kind of finds himself in no man's land, but it's such a talented passer. He's able to still get the kick out, right? But those those are how you get turnovers. And those are one of the things that I, I, I saw in his tape uh, at OTE. But as he continues to get more comfortable on the floor, those will be things the coaching staff will point out to him. He'll be able to keep his dribble alive on those plays and be able to survey even more to uh, leverage his passing ability. So we, I can't wait to I'm in, unlocks that part of his game. Uh, it's worth noting in this game, Fred Van Vliet had seven assists. He created 16 points off of those seven assists. Alperin Shingun had four assists and created 11 points off those four assists. And then Amin Thompson also tying LP. He created 11 points off of his five assists in this game. Now, the guy that I want to talk about here in the third segment, uh, Jalen Green, who has been kind of in the third segment, the last couple episodes we've had to do for bad reasons, but some good <laughs> reasons here. Now, he wasn't quite, look, Jalen Green was not the headliner by any stretch of the imagination in this game. He was not. Mm-hmm. That, that that honor goes to the defense, to the bench guys. That's why we have a bit of an order of operations here on the show, right? We go with the most important stuff, then, you know, work our way down. But in this game, Madison, Jalen Green, 16 points, 5 of 12 shooting, only 1 of 6 from long distance, even though he's been shooting the ball incredibly well from long distance over this last stretch of, you know, 5 to 10 games or so. He had 4 rebounds, 2 assists, had a steal, only 1 turnover. The 1 of 6 from 3, call it an off-night shooting, whatever, Mm -hmm. he's been really consistent from three over about the last 10 games. So we'll call it a a fluke in Mm -hmm. the outside shooting. However, I know you've been highlighting the fact that you think maybe, you know, there've been some tweaks to his Mm -hmm. form possibly here. And I haven't had a chance to ask Emei about it yet. It's on my to-do list, but if Jalen green can get to a place where his three point shot is consistent, the way that it has been over these last 10 games, this is a very different Jalen green. We're talking about than the Jalen green that was frustrating most Rockets fans everywhere and was kind of, you know, at times holding this team back a little bit. If he's just knocking out open threes, that's awesome. But in this game, 
it was his uh, the way that he was attacking the Bucks defense in, on the interior, right? His drives that it was I thought was really encouraging because it wasn't just oh the Bucks had a defensive breakdown and Jalen Green had you know these wide open layups. It was he was actually playing with tempo, right? He was mm-hmm. he, he wasn't just he one speed the whole time trying to drive directly into Brooke Lopez and then getting his shot swatted to like the fifth row. Yes, so I think the the whole reason the Bucks changed out the, the how they guarded Alperen Shingun is because of how we were dicing them up in the pick and roll. And a lot of that had to do with Jalen Green. As of late, Jalen Green has been getting a lot more pick and roll reps with Al P. Most of those reps have been going to Fred Van Vliet, but now they have switched back to Jalen Green, especially in the first halves of games. Now, we already know how effective they were last year uh, as a two-man game. And I think it's really helping him being able to play with Alperen Shingun in the two-man game again. I mean, he knows where his spots are in that particular game he's no longer doing the hostage dribble uh dribble or trying to snake across the paint unnecessary with with uh your talents Jalen. now he's he's moved back into um what me and nathan fogg talked about online it is oh my god the hang dribble the hang dribble is such an effective move for Jalen green because of how fast he is so you, you've seen it once again in the first quarter against Brooke Lopez, where he ha- kind of lulled him to sleep. As soon as Brooke showed and went back, he was able to explode because of the hang dribble. You don't know where you're going, right? And score at the rim. A lot of plays like that where Jalen's coming off the pick and roll and he's in his hang dribble and you're able to pass, uh, shoot, or drive out of that. And it gives him the ability to read the defense. He also made uh, 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 some really good passes to Operation Goon throughout the whole course of the game. There was a play um where it was it was crunch time uh in the fourth quarter and Jalen hadn't gotten a lot of reps in the crunch time as of late I mean uh uh previously but he he they still mixed him in so he can get his reps and they trapped him um uh high above the three-point line and he just lobbed it real real quick and easy over the top to Operation Goon where he now now there's an advantage for the Rockets whereas there's a four on three in that uh particular situation and he's able to to uh to make plays but those type of simple decision decision making things is the type of development that we want to see out of Jalen. and so even though his shot wasn't going from beyond the arc he was still a very effective player because he wasn't turning the ball over he was making good decisions and he was leveraging his threat as an offensive uh creator along with operation goon to help this offense continue to be effective and as you know guys were shooting it really uh very well from three other than Jalen. so over the course of of this, I say all this to say over the course of this, Jalen seems to be getting his confidence back. It does seem like there's a minor adjustment to his shot. There's less of a, a a bring around hitch around his face in the beginning of his shots, and he seems to be holding his arc um, after shots a lot more. And that seems to have given more arc on his jumper. Um, and I think that is uh, led to more consistent shooting. Even tonight, the way Jalen missed shots tonight were all back rim. They were all back room. All his shots were, were back room that he missed. And um, that, to me, is about consistency, though. The consistency in your jumper. Usually Jalen has some some pretty, you know, when he misses, sometimes they're to the left or to the right, right? They, these were on target. They look like good shots. You know what I mean? They just didn't fall. I, I, I think so. he had one that was front iron, but it's kind of the same concept there, right? Is it was mm-hmm. on target. It just target, wasn't, yes. it wasn't wide left or wide right. It mm-hmm. was just a little bit shorter. Um, and mm-hmm. if memory serves, I think he shot that one like all, like late off dribble, kind of like, you know, late shot clock, mm-hmm. like just get a three up and then, you know, cause the shot clock was running down or whatever. But we've talked about this before is 
you know, do, does the process look good for Jalen? And I thought yes. in this game, the process looked great for Jalen. You know, this and Jalen can have games like this all the time. And and I will, even if, if it results in a loss, kind of so be it. Because mm-hmm. this team wants to play competitive basketball. They want to, you know, be in the playoffs or be in the play and hunt at the end of the season. I get that. But I do think that development has to come first as long as the guys that you're trying to develop are showing proper signs of they're getting it right They're They're doing the mm-hmm. right things. They're following, you know, what, what Ime is trying to teach them. They're locked in. They're doing all the correct stuff. And I really felt like in this game, Jalen did everything that he could possibly do other mm-hmm. than knock down, you know, one or two more three yeah. pointers. I feel like Jalen did everything that he could possibly do in this game within his power to play the best game he possibly could. Right. He was he was engaged mm-hmm. and locked in on defense. He like you said, he was using his gravity as a score, all these different things. That's all we want from Jalen. That's all I want from mm-hmm. Jalen at the end of the day. And if he can be this player on a consistent basis then this Rockets team is going to be great mm-hmm. because of it. Because, again, they need Jalen. There have been times when we've seen this team without Jalen out there, and, you know, it clogs things up a little bit. Defenses still treat him like a scoring threat. Even though he's been mm-hmm. pretty inconsistent this season, defenses still treat him as, like, a number one or number two option that they have to put one of their best perimeter defenders on, that they have to try and slow down. And, you know, by doing that, it, it, it opens things up for his teammates, right? You talked about his passing to Alper and Shingun out of the pick and roll. That's been a great development for Jalen. It's something that we know going back to last season is there that they can build upon. So it has been great seeing Ime Odoka kind of go back to that a little bit more, um, you know, in, in recent, you know, the recent stretch yeah. of games or so uh, after, you know, I talked to him about it earlier this season. I was like, Hey, like what, what's up with the Jalen LP stuff, right? Yeah. We haven't seen it at all. And he's like, yeah, we're trying to roll more of that, you know, back mm-hmm. into the back into the offense. But by and large, Madison, I, you know, I think this is, Arguably one of the best wins for the se- you know, for mm-hmm. uh, on the season for the Rockets. Again, undermanned. You know, you don't have Dylan, you don't have Tari. Second night of a back to back, you just got blown out at home by the Timberwolves. And I do think that this kind of helps save a little bit of what could have been an ugly homestand here with some, mm-hmm. you know, the early losses. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all all three coming in a row, and and then you know you're able to kind of clean it up and salvage it here a little bit with the wins against the Pistons, the Nets, and then you know by by cleaning it up with the Bucks, Fuck. you go three and four on this seven game homestand. That's not as good as we would have liked to see them, especially mm-hmm. now that they got to go. You know, I think thirteen of twenty on their next or of their next set of games on the road, unfortunately. So a lot of road games coming up for this Rockets team. But I think you got to be happy with where this team is at right now after this win yeah man we, i wish we still wish could have got that sixers win but yeah. nonetheless this was not a you know a failure there's still a young team undermanned on a homestand uh building a rhythm and getting better and i think they honestly got better over the course of this homestand on that note, you guys let us know your thoughts from this Rockets Bucks game 112 108 final score. Who was your locked on Rockets player of the game? I feel like it could have gone, you know, we 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 anointed Jeff Green. I feel like Jabari had a strong claim to it. Maybe you want to still give it to Alperin Shingun. Let us know in the YouTube comments. Give us your thoughts from this game. Madison, you know the drill. Let everyone know where to track you down at. Yeah, man. Hit me up on X or Twitter at Madman Leaks. Love to talk Rockets ball. That's going to do it for another edition of Locked on Rockets. As always, thank you so much for checking out the show. If you haven't done so yet, please consider subscribing wherever you listen to your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, the Odyssey app, free and available on all podcast platforms. We're also available on YouTube. Go to YouTube, search Locked on Rockets, like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. But as always, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. And we look forward to having you back right here at Locked on Rockets, your daily podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball.